Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Monday, September 12th. U.S. stocks ended the day in the green, extending last week's advance that snapped a three-week losing streak. No notable reports were released on today's economic calendar, but tomorrow's highly anticipated consumer price inflation report will commence the development of the August inflation picture. Additionally, we will get August retail sales and a preliminary look at September consumer sentiment later this week. Shares of Bristol-Myers Squibb rallied after the U.S. Food and Drug Administration approved the company's oral treatment for plaque psoriasis. Treasury yields were mixed, and the U.S. dollar continued to pull back from its recent rally to multi-decade highs, which seemed to boost the global markets. Crude oil and gold prices traded higher. Asia finished broadly higher, though many markets were closed for holidays, and Europe saw widespread gains despite data and some hawkish monetary policy comments on both sides of the pond. The Dow Jones Industrial Average went up 230 points, or 0.7%, to 32,381. The S&P 500 Index rose 43 points, or 1.1%, to 4,110. And the Nasdaq Composite climbed 154 points, or 1.3%, to 12,266. In moderate volume, 3.7 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.1 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil gained $0.99 to $87.78 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price increased $7.10 to $1,735.70 per ounce, and the dollar index dropped 0.7% to 108.35. In equity news on Monday, Bristol-Myers Squibb Company, ticker symbol BMY, rallied after the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, or FDA, approved the company's oral treatment for plaque psoriasis. The S&P 500 index snapped a three-straight-week losing streak last week, even as expectations remain elevated regarding continued tighter monetary policy by the Fed amid the backdrop of slowing economic growth. The August employment report also fostered some volatility, and Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders notes in her latest article titled, Are Jobs Living on the Edge? Now, the jobs report delivered something for both economic bulls and bears, but what matters more in the near term is the Fed's focus on seeing a continued easing in labor demand. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders, And you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Monday, Treasury yields were mixed as the yield on the two-year note decreased by a basis point to 3.56%, while the yield on the 10-year note rose three basis points to 3.35%, and the 30-year bond rate gained five basis points to 3.51%. The markets continue to grapple with how much the Fed will remain aggressive with its monetary policy as containing inflation remains top priority. The U.S. dollar continued to pull back from a recent rally to multi-year highs.
The markets continue to grapple with how much will the Fed remain aggressive with its monetary policy as containing inflation remains top priority. The U.S. dollar continues to pull back from a recent rally to multi-year highs. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist Kathy Jones discusses in our Schwab market perspective mixed signals how the Fed has embarked on one of the most rapid tightening cycles in over 40 years, and with inflation continuing to outpace wage growth, more rate hikes are likely on the horizon. Kathy also offers analysis of the greenback in her commentary titled, The Strong Dollar, Can It Continue? You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones, And be sure to check out our Financial Decoder podcast titled, When Interest Rates Rise, What Should You Do With Bonds? Featuring Kathy. The economic calendar was void of any major releases today, but tomorrow will heat up with a highly anticipated first look at the August inflation landscape. The Consumer Price Index, or CPI, is forecasted to show consumer prices went down 0.1% month-over-month versus last month's flat rating and were up 8.1% year-over-year below the prior month's 8.5% year-over-year rise. The core rate, which excludes food and energy, is estimated to remain at the prior month's 0.3% month-over-month growth rate and come in 6.1% higher year-over-year compared to last month's reading of a 5.9% rise. We will also get the release of data on August's NFIB Small Business Optimism Index, predicted to come in at a level of 90.8 above July's 89.9. In international news on Monday, stocks in Europe advanced broadly, beginning the week in positive fashion, despite some softer-than-expected data and expectations of tighter monetary policies on both sides of the pond. After the European Central Bank hiked its benchmark interest rates by 75 basis points last week, its highest-ever increase, some European Central Bank officials suggested the Central Bank will remain aggressive in coming meetings. Also, expectations remain high that the Fed in the U.S. will continue to aggressively tighten policy on the heels of last week's hawkish commentary from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. Inflation pressures have forced central banks to be aggressive and have been exacerbated by an energy crisis in the region that has ensued amid the ongoing war in Ukraine, amplified by Russia shutting off energy supplies to Europe through the Nord Stream 1 pipeline indefinitely last week. Meanwhile, the markets awaited this week's key August inflation data out of the U.S., which kicks off tomorrow. The U.S. dollar continues to pull back from multi-decade highs, which seems to also be easing some of the global skittishness. The euro and British pound rallied against the greenback. Bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. traded lower. Equities shrugged off some softer-than-expected July UK economic data with July GDP growth, industrial and manufacturing production, and construction output all coming in below estimates. Amid the backdrop of elevated inflation pressures, Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled, Shortages Have Led to Gluts, Now, inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. Also, Jeff discusses in his article titled, The End of Rate Hikes, 
how the signals from central banks that rate hikes, which began last year, may be coming to an end, could be welcome news for investors looking ahead to the next 12 months. Be sure to follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintom. The UK FTSE 100 index was up 1.7%. France's CAC 40 index and Spain's IBEX 35 index rose 2%. Germany's DAX index rallied 2.4%. Italy's FTSE MIB index gained 2.3%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index advanced 0.8%. Stocks in Asia finished higher to kick off the week with a continued pullback in the U.S. dollar, which has jumped recently to multi-decade highs, appearing to ease sentiment in the region. However, volume was lighter than usual as markets in mainland China, Hong Kong, and South Korea were closed for holidays. Travel-related stocks in Japan were boosted by reports that the country could ease restrictions on overseas visitors, while the continued stabilization in the yen also helped boost Japanese equities. However, caution likely reigned ahead of this week's key U.S. inflation reports as the markets look to see if the central bank will remain aggressive. In economic news, China reported that its aggregate financing, a measure of total credit issued, jumped much more than expected in August, while its new yuan loans came in below expectations. Just as the markets were closing, Japan reported that its preliminary machine tool orders for August accelerated solidly. With central banks in North America, Europe, and the UK aggressively tightening monetary policies, the Bank of Japan has abstained and China's central bank has diverged and actually loosened its policy recently. The moves come as China has continued to deploy COVID-related restrictions in parts of the country, which has negatively impacted economic growth. China, the world's second largest economy, has also been hampered by real estate struggles, regulatory crackdowns, and geopolitical tensions with the U.S. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his latest article titled China Q&A Top 5 Questions, discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 1.2% with the yen holding on to Friday's gain versus the U.S. dollar. The yen has come off multi-decade lows versus the greenback following a sharp drop that began in March amid the Bank of Japan's lack of keeping up with other key global central banks in monetary policy. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 index moved 0.5% to the upside, and Australia's S&P ASX 200 index advanced 1%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will come in heavy with final reads on CPI out of Germany and Spain, along with PPI out of Switzerland and Japan. We will also receive the UK's employment data, Australia's confidence figures, Japan's large all-industry index, and the Zoo Economic Sentiment Survey out of Germany and the Eurozone. 